The Soccer Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Bet365. Bet365 is offering new users a $1,000 risk-free bet. Sign up today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bet365. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bet365. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. And finally, we're also brought to you by GameTime. GameTime has last-minute tickets at the lowest price guaranteed. Use the promo code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. That's the promo code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. Rashford is available once more. It's a good break into the box from McTominay. Copenhagen opened up and it's 1-0. Bruno Fernandes. Can Manchester United break? Hoyland is going through the middle. It's Garnacho into the box and it's Hoyland for two. Chowry, two to beat, couldn't do it, Rashford trying to shield the ball, has managed to do that, Wan-Bissaka clears, he stepped on Yellert's shin, he's in trouble, here we go, here we go, we know what's coming, Rashford is trying to smile but it's a grimace really, he's sent off and that is a game changer, look at Eric Ten Hag, look at the Manchester United players, he's going to come under siege at times, at Copenhagen already, dominating possession and you look now look at those red shirts look how deep the whole 10 of Manchester United are chance here and it's taken and it's El Yanuti who scored it hasn't taken long at all for Copenhagen to make the most of their one man advantage because they are big time back in business here United out of possession goes so deep. Harry Maguire so deep again at the far post. He does so so well. Does Gonzalez the ball into the box? He's not looking to score. He's just looking to put it back across the box. Acres of space. Elianusi. Nobody's picking him up from a Manchester United point of view. Copenhagen. If they didn't believe before the game, they... Tomane's ball is intercepted. Played in by Ankers and helped on. Came off Moran. And it's a penalty. The referee points to the spot. Celebrate. Here we go. And John Sells levels it. Can Manchester United steal an advantage again? It's Maguire. And it's Falco clears. Maguire says handball. Hoyland is adamant. Garnacho is appealing as well. United players. Here we go. Well, he's adamant Harry Maguire, isn't he? Eyes on the ball all the way. It does hit the arm of Lucas Lerea. Well, well, on the basis of the one that was given against Maguire first half, that we think this will be a penalty. Here we go. Over to Donatas Rumchas. Penalty Manchester United. They might just have found a way to win the game all over again. Bruno Fernandes. He scores and he made it look like it was the easiest.
greatest thing in the world. Lerea had a go. Sorensen. Falk. Sorensen once more. Falk lifts it in. And it's a goal. It's Lerea who scored. Stealing past Dallo to level matters once more. The player who conceded the penalty, he fought harshly. And then it's the ball from Falk into the far post. He gets on the wrong side of Dallo. Dallo's body's closed. He's not aware of what's behind him. Clum comes in behind Larea. Klassen again. Boylison with time to deliver. Oskarsson didn't get it. Rudy Balti does! 4-3 Copenhagen! And it is that story. A player called Rooney may have just scored the winner against Manchester United. Starts with Klassen earlier on. He misses a chance that badly. It doesn't go out of play. Once again, a mess in the Manchester United central defensive positions. Ball into the box. It's not dealt with. It falls to Rooney. It's not the cleanest of strikes, but it's a strike that causes Onana a problem because he hits it into the floor. I'm not sure it's intentionally hit into the floor. It gathers pace off the wet surface and fizzes past Andre Onana. Techniques there, execution. Bang, off the turf, into the back of the net. Copenhagen goes wild. That should do it. The referee's had a look. That does do it. And it's a famous win for Jakub Neistrup and his Copenhagen team of battlers. A sporting handshake. You are listening to the show where I talk about a team who torture me emotionally every single week. It is a roller coaster that I don't really want to be on. We, on our other podcast, we used to do a show called Wrestling Therapy. And we did it because wrestling was so bad and so unwatchable at one point that the owners of the company actually had to come out and apologize for what they had been given out. And we did a show called Wrestling Therapy, where it was kind of therapy for wrestling fans as to how bad the product was. And we would talk about it and we would try to critique it in a positive way and try and add some humor This is that show without the humour. There is no humour here in terms of supporting Manchester United or watching Manchester United or suffering through Manchester United this season. Just when it looks like we're going to improve since since, since Sir Alex Ferguson left, there have been some ups, but they are immediately erased with downs. We've had second place finishes where we thought we were going to challenge for the league and we have not. We've won a a very small amount of trophies, but those trophies have led to hope. We came into the season with hope. We had a manager who got us into the Champions League after a poor start, got us to two cup finals, and now all hope is distinguished. We look like we are going to be going out of the Champions League in what was a very easy group that was gifted to us. We're sitting nowhere in the Premier League, and I'm not even confident that we are 100% going to beat Luton who, in my eyes, are still a championship team in all areas this weekend at Old Trafford. You are listening to BetMUFC here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast. You can follow the Soccer Gambling Podcast on X 
at SGP Soccer. That is at SGP Soccer. You can follow the Sports Gambling Podcast Network at the SGP Network. That's at the SGP Network. You can also follow them at Gambling Podcast. That's at Gambling Podcast. And finally, make sure to check out my other Twitter account as all my X account as well. It is at LockBettingX. That's at LockBettingX. That is mostly significant because that is where I post my monthly PL. Unlike many, I am a tracked and transparent handicapper. And unlike anyone else, I have delivered 125 months in a row of transparent and tracked profit. That means I have been undefeated in sports betting now for over a decade. If you want to do further research, and I encourage you to do that extra due diligence, just head over to my website, lockbetting.com. That's lockbetting.com. And you will see every single profit and spread, profit and loss spreadsheet posted there. That's also where you can sign up for additional plays or you can get them via Gumroad. DM me on the X account for more information. That's at LockBettingX. That's at LockBettingX. And when you do look through those spreadsheets, have a look at the type of plays that we do as well. We don't chase losing plays with bigger plays. We don't put our maxes or whales or 10-unit plays or 20-unit plays or play of the year. None of that nonsense. All we do is manage the bankroll sensibly we end up with a profit every single month doing it that way. And as a result, we make betting possible for anybody with a disposable income. If you don't have a disposable income, don't bet. Betting isn't going to get you out of a hole. Betting isn't going to pay a debt. That's not how it should be used. It should be a hobby. But if you stick with me, I can make it a profitable hobby, or at least I have done for my clients for 125 months in a row up to this point. So moving on with this edition of Bet MUFC, um, we're going to listen to Eric Ten Hag. Eric Ten Hag had a lot to say this week in a minute. But before we do that, let's have a quick pause here to tell you guys about Bet365. The most common question I get when people join my service or when people listen to this podcast and I give out something that isn't just a money line or an over or or a handicap even, is where do you get that bet? Where do, where can you do that bet? Where did you get that price? Well, I primarily use Bet365, and we're now brought to you by Bet365. Bet365 is the world's favourite sports book, trusted by over 88 million players worldwide. Prop size, totals, live betting. Bet365 has you covered for everything, and everything that I put out is on Bet365. If you like boosts, you're going to love Bet365, like a 30% profit boost on your NFL same game parlays. Plus, they even offer an early payout offer if your team goes 17 points up, or in soccer, if your team goes two goals up, which is a very important offer because Man United would have actually been a winning bet for you on Wednesday, along with Copenhagen as well. So both those bets were paid out. Both winners were paid out. Same thing happened for the game between Chelsea and Arsenal. Chelsea was paid out as a winner and you also got paid out on the draw. So sign up today and choose from two bonus offers, either $1,000 for a $1,000 free bet safety net or bet $5 and get $150 in bonus bets. Just head to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bet365. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bet365. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER, 1-800-G-A-M-B-L-E-R. 
Let me also utilize this pause quickly to tell you guys about Underdog Fantasy because Underdog has a way to play alongside your favorite fantasy players all season long. NFL, NBA, NHL, college basketball and college football as well. Simply pick higher or lower on your favorite players' fantasy stats and cash in. So watch along, make your picks and maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up with that promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit of up to... $100. That's Underdog Fantasy and the promo code SGPN. So at this point, we are going to listen to Eric Ten Hag. My take, other than, you know, being a very depressed Man United fan, as I mentioned earlier, from that game was that despite the fact that the red card is a joke and there's absolutely no doubt about it, Manchester United have been massively unlucky with decisions this season had VAR decisions gone our way we would have significantly more points in the league and we would be in a better position to qualify in the Champions League and perhaps that is denting our confidence perhaps that's why we crumble as soon as we concede a goal but even when we go down to 10 men we should not be conceding a goal that early we shouldn't be changing our tactics so desperately so early we shouldn't be sitting in deep when quite clearly Defending is not our strong suit. So to sit in deep and think that we are going to protect that 2-0 lead for 45 minutes and yet we relinquish it just a few minutes later, that was poor tactically and probably a poor decision from Eric Ten Hag. But at the same time, Eric Ten Hag can't go on the pitch and play the game. These are highly paid players who should be good enough to do their jobs and protect the lead. Rafa Varane was awful when he came on. Harry Maguire had a terrible game going back to normal after some improvement. And Diego Dallo's marking was absolutely horrendous. He was at fault for the equaliser, completely lost his man. And um, Diego Dallo, in terms of the way he defends, is not good enough to play for Manchester United. I like Diego Dallo. He's a good player, scored a great goal a few weeks back and obviously a great goal against Sheffield United a few weeks back and obviously he gets into the Portugal team so he is a top fullback but for Manchester United in the way that we play we need somebody with more defensive qualities we aren't good enough to be able to accommodate somebody like Diego Dallo who's primarily an attacking fullback we need somebody who can defend a little bit better than that And uh, for that reason, he is a liability right now in his team. And he was a liability once again on Wednesday. I feel sorry for Rasmus Hoyland. He's virtually getting no service whatsoever. And uh, yet in the Champions League, he's the top scorer in the competition. Did nothing special here other than converting two tap-ins. But I'm hoping it's something that he can build on. Hopefully it gives him more confidence or at least he won't lose his confidence. I don't know whether he's lost confidence or not because he doesn't get any service and we don't create any chances for him. So it's difficult to say whether he has or hasn't lost any confidence when we're not getting a real reflection of what Rasmus Hoyland is all about. So hopefully he kicks on from there and um, and can score in the Premier League, especially this week against Luton. It's almost an ideal opportunity against such a poor opponent for Rasmus Hallin to get off the mark in the Premier League. As for Man United's overall Champions League campaign, amazingly, it's not over. Had we got a point from that game, everybody would have been on four points with us, Copenhagen and Galatasaray. With Bayern Munich beating Galatasaray twice, we can still put ourselves in pole position to qualify if 
we can win in Galatasaray. But obviously, that is just the scenario that we are in. It's not something I'm expecting. It's just maths and the situation. But the eye test will tell you that Manchester United won't win that game. And the way that Manchester United have generally played big games this season tells you that it won't win that game. The rub of the green tells you that it won't go that way. At some point, Man United's luck is going to change. And it would be great if it could change when we go to Turkey in a few weeks away to Galatasaray. And as I said, that would put us in pole position crazily to qualify from the group because we beat Galatasaray with two points ahead of them. And I'm not expecting Copenhagen to get three points in Germany, although I'm expecting them to get a point because now Bayern Munich have already won the group and won it comfortably and done what Man United should have done in this group, which is beat inferior opponents. They are now going to put their feet up and it's unlikely you're going to see the likes of Leroy Sané and Harry and Harry Kane playing again in the Champions League. So it will primarily be the Bayern Munich reserves, but I still think they'll be good enough to beat Copenhagen most likely. Um, but Copenhagen do have a very good chance of taking a point away at least from that game, but a point won't be good enough to stay ahead of Man United if Man United win in Turkey. That's a big if, and as I reiterate, an if that I'm not expecting to come to fruition, as I do believe Manchester United are in big trouble now, and I don't believe Manchester United will be playing in the Champions League when the Champions League resumes next year. Hi, hi. Hi. I mean, obviously there was extenuating circumstances, but we did lose the game on Wednesday, and that's nine defeats now. Is it acceptable, really, for Manchester United to be losing so many games so early in the season? Finally, it's about and the end result, and um, we have to win every game. So we are very disappointed if losing any game, uh, but. Um, uh, finally, it's about uh, the end result, and it's always about being a process, um, thinking about the process, um, and then it's about uh, manage the process, and it's only f- uh, where I focus on. Do you, do you trust this group of players? I mean, you were two goals up and coasting, and then something not great happened and then that focus seemed to be lost and it it's not the first time that's happened this season unless you can overcome bad things in games you won't get anywhere I think we often proved we can like in Fulham like in Brentford that this team can overcome big setbacks so yeah Eric, I just want to ask about uh, Marcus Rashford. How has he been after the red cards? And are you happy with his form at the moment? With his? With his form, with the way he's playing? I think he is not happy. We are not happy, but that is... um, We we have an expectation. He has high expectations from himself. And, yeah, of course, uh, in this moment, he's not in his best form. But uh, uh, I know he will be back. Uh, um, I know when the team is playing better, uh, he will play better. Uh, he will go and uh, score goals. I'm confident of that. And um, so, yeah, also this season, he will improve and he will score goals. Um, he's totally in the team and he's totally aware of everything. So, I think he will be back on track. How confident are you that we will see the best of Marcus Rashford soon then? that can happen very quickly (laughs) and um, sometimes you need only one game 
and I'm sure um, entity will get there. Eric, I'm sure you saw the point that uh, Luton got against Liverpool last week in a big performance from them. What do you make of how they are slowly trying to, to find their feet in, in the Premier League? I think they have they had some more good performances and results, so we're fully aware of that. And in the Premier League, there's no easy game. You have uh, to play at your best, at your highest levels every game. So... Yeah, also there, we are fully aware of it and we have to be 100% focused in the game to win that game. Ian? Um, can I just ask, Johnny Evans obviously came off um, in Copenhagen. How is he and what are his chances not only for tomorrow but also for Northern Ireland next week? Uh, so we don't have in this moment um, fully assessment done. We didn't finish it, so we don't have all the details so far, but for tomorrow he is out. And for next week, do you know? Uh, I can't say this because we don't have... Um, uh, we're finishing the full year assessment. Okay. okay. Uh, yeah. Hi, Eric. Um, so, about Mason Mount, we have seen him playing as a number 8, number 10 and off the right, but has not so far making any impressive impact. Um, so, what was your expectation on him when signing him and has it, it changed a little bit now? No, hasn't changed at all. But um, he started the season and then he got injured. So that is the, the worst moment for a new player to get injured um, yeah, because uh, it stops the, re, uh, the integration process. And uh, that was uh, yeah, a definitely a setback for us all and uh, for him. And uh, yeah, now we have to fight his uh, place back. He hasn't, he hasn't been starting that much recently. Was there any reason behind that? <laughs> so, yeah, he had some starts. Um, also recently, uh, last week against Newcastle, for instance. But um, there are always reasons. And, yeah, sometimes, uh, as I said, the injury and then other players coming in doing well. And uh, then you have to wait for your, for your time to play. I'm not sure who's come in and done well. I'm not saying Mason Mount is good, but I'm also not sure who's keeping him out of the team at the moment. You would probably only argue for Scott McTominay as he has made goal-scoring contributions towards the Manchester United team this season. But other than that, it's difficult to really say who's been keeping Mason Mount out. It's difficult to just really generally pick a Man United team. A couple of players pick themselves. We're obviously going to continue on with Andre Unana because he's undroppable, because it would just shatter his confidence. At the moment, you're automatically picking Harry Maguire because of the injuries elsewhere defensively in that position. I would be picking Rafa Varane, even though Rafa Varane hasn't looked like the same player this season. Previously, obviously he's not been the same player that that he was at Real Madrid because of the injuries. But when he's played, he's usually played well. And he's been quite reliable. Um, even looking back at the season we signed him, um, the combination of Solskjaer and Rangnick, um, he wasn't a liability or he didn't look off the pace in any way. He does this season. So it's difficult to look at Rafa Varane and, and see the world-class player that we signed any longer. But I would still start him. Uh, midfield, obviously missing Casemiro would be an automatic starter. 
Uh, Bruno Fernandes is obviously the only one there as he is the captain. Otherwise, you could chuck in Mount, Amrabat, Ericsson. It wouldn't make a huge bit of difference who we went for in midfield. Nobody really picks themselves in that position. Rashford probably picks himself on the left, but we'll be without Rashford for the other game against uh, Galatasaray. But we will be playing him, obviously, in the league tomorrow. On the right, is it Garnacho? Is it Anthony? Is it Palestri? Up front, it's probably Rasmus Hoyland, but you've got competition from Anthony Martial, although it's Anthony Martial, so it's not strong competition. So, yeah, it's just very, very hard with this squad, with this team in general, with results going so poorly, and it's looking like a season we're going to want to forget very, very quickly. One thing you shouldn't forget about is game time if you're looking to buy last-minute tickets. Buying last-minute tickets is usually stressful, but it shouldn't be with Game Time. Game Time is a fast and easy way to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy and theatre near you as they have killer last-minute deals on tickets with the best price guarantee. You can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have at the event. The Game Time guarantee means you'll always get the best price if you find tickets for the same section and row for less. Game Time credits you 110% of the difference. So snag them tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app and create an account and use the code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply, but Again, create an account and redeem the code CFBX for $20 off. Download game time today with last-minute tickets, the lowest price guarantee. Let me also take this pause to tell you guys about Hall of Fame Bets, where you can stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame Bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use the code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with... Hall of Fame bets. Moving on to the game against Luton. Again, another must win for Man United. They got it done late last weekend at Fulham and they'll be looking to get it done a little bit more comfortably against Luton tomorrow. This is a team who desperately need a win and now they also need a good performance. They need to look good in winning this game as well. That's the part I'm not too sure about. I do think Man United will beat Luton because I don't see Luton getting many away wins this season. But whether we look good or not remains to be seen. We're the one of three minus 300 favourites to win the game. It's 92 on the draw and it's 8-1 to one here on Luton. Luton were very successful last weekend at sitting in and containing Liverpool. And because of that success, I do believe they're going to come in and try to implement the same strategy. So I think this will be a game where Man United are trying to break Luton down and will eventually be able to get the breakthrough en route to what should be a comfortable win. The concern is the fact that Man United have won just one of their 17 games by more than a single goal this season. And that came against the heavily rotated Crystal Palace side in the Carabao Cup. Luton have lost by two or more goals in one of their last 11 outings in all competitions. So this could still be narrow, but that actually favours us in our play. Because if Man United win this game 1-0, all they concede 
and only go on to win it. They should only win it 2-1 as opposed to 3-1 or 4-1. So it won't put our play in danger, which is actually going to be Man United and under four and a half goals. This immediately loses if Luton score two goals because Man United will need three to win. But if Man United can hold Luton to um, to one or even keep a clean sheet here, which I'm not expecting, um, then we will be able to cash the selection providing Man United don't score four goals if Luton score one. But given the way Man United have been playing lately, I don't see them scoring four goals at all. Uh, even though they did manage to score three against Copenhagen, that game started suited Man United because Copenhagen are a team that go out and play against you and this is something that I said on the Champions League preview or rather the last episode of Better MFC I could see Man United scoring goals in an open game because the way Copenhagen were going to approach that on the front foot did suit Manchester United's counter-attacking style and Man United were able to score a couple of goals on the counter-attack in that game. This is going to be different. This is going to be what Manchester United aren't that great at, which is breaking a team down. Luton are going to sit in with a low block. They're going to be stubborn and they're going to be very resilient, but I don't think they're going to be as good at doing that as Crystal Palace were earlier on in the season and that's going to be the key difference. Crystal Palace were very well organised under Roy Hodgson. They were used to implementing that style of football and they were used to doing it in the Premier League and whilst top quality attacks will carve you open, Manchester United have not been a top quality attack this season which is why they lost that game. I don't see Luton being being good enough to be able to do that. Whilst they did do it against Liverpool last weekend, Liverpool's performance in that game was well below par. In fact, Liverpool in general have been below part over the last couple of weeks and they themselves will be looking for a better performance at Anfield on Sunday but getting off Liverpool and back to Man United Man United are desperate to perform well they've not performed well throughout the season despite the fact they do have some wins and despite the fact they are sitting in the top half on the table and despite the fact that winning here could temporarily take Man, temporarily take Man United into sixth spot it's the performance that's looked poor this is an opportunity to win this is an opportunity to bounce back this is an opportunity to look good this is the opportunity for Rasmus Hoyland to get his first goal in the Premier League. Lots of opportunity knocks here against the Luton side who are going to be relegated this season. They're not good enough to be in the Premier League despite the fact they're fighting, despite the fact they're going to get some good results, despite the fact they're brave and they're going to do the supporters proud. They are going to go down. This is a championship team playing in the Premier League and Manchester United should be able to win and win comfortably here in this one. That's it for me in this edition of Betting UFC. Good luck with all of your bets as always. Always and thanks for listening.